Chapter Eleven of Faulkner's Folly by Carolyn Wells. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Eleven sealed envelopes. With a high hand, Joyce carried the matter through. She ignored opposition and met remonstrance with a baffling disdain. She arranged for a return of Orienta for the experiments on the following evening and after the departure of the medium she declared she would listen to no comments on her actions and went off at once to her own rooms beatrice faulkner expressed herself guardedly i don't care what revelations come she said except as they affect you people here it doesn't seem to me that that woman can say anything to make me think either joyce or natalie committed the crime but i don't want her to say anything that will make either of them uncomfortable if she does there'll be trouble declared barry gloomily i feel as you do and i want to try her on any ordinary subject first but we are going to do that put in natalie i'm crazy to see the whole performance but i'm scared too i wish joyce would promise not to go on with it if any one of us doesn't like it she won't promise that said beatrice joyce is bound to see it through i don't know what she expects from it but she has no fear that's certain orienta had stipulated that the seance take place in the studio saying that the influences of the place would go far toward producing favourable conditions for her so they awaited her there at the appointed time and within a few minutes of the hour she arrived pausing in the hall to lay off her wraps orienta then glided into the great room where her group of auditors were assembled this time she wore a robe of dark green as full and flowing as the white one there was no suggestion of greek drapery but an oriental style of billowing folds that would have been hard to imitate a jade bracelet showed beneath the flowing sleeve and a jade ring was on one finger of the long psychic hand may i look at it said natalie as they sat a moment before beginning the seance certainly it is my talisman my charm without it i could do nothing really how wonderful and the girl looked earnestly at the carven stone your power is occult then i think it must be yet i would not be classed with the people who go by the general title of mediums they are usually frauds orienta made this statement simply as if speaking of some matter unconnected with her own work or claims she gave the impression that if fraudulent mediums wished to impose upon the gullible public it was of no interest to her but she declined to be considered one of them and so secure was she in her own sincerity she deemed it unnecessary to emphasize or insist upon it what is your wish she asked at length will you try me first on some outside matters or shall we proceed at once to the question of the mystery we seek to solve just then robert roberts was announced what shall we do exclaimed natalie tell him to come some other time no said joyce let him come in here with us you don't mind do you madame orienta no why should i who is he the detective who is working on the case orienta shrugged her shoulders of course it matters not to me but are you sure you want him to know what i may reveal it may incriminate i don't care who may be incriminated exclaimed joyce i want to find out a few things as a matter of fact i asked mr roberts to come natalie turned pale had joyce laid a trap and for whom what might they not learn before the evening was over 
bobsy entered and was duly presented to the visitor he was courteous but unmistakably curious what may i call you he asked as he bowed before her priestess if you please she returned i refuse to be called a medium or a seeress or even a clairvoyant i am these things but the titles have been so misused that i claim only to be a priestess of the occult this is no academic title i simply name myself a priestess of the cult i express and follow priestess i greet you said bobsy and to those who knew him a shade of mockery might be detected in his tone but it was the merest hint and quite unobservable to the one he addressed in most decorous manner he took a place in the group and joyce announced the plan she had in mind first she said we will have an exhibition of oriental powers we will follow her instructions and she will give us a showing of her methods and her feats then if i say so we will proceed to try the other experiment it is well said the priestess remember please i make no claims to magic or to witchcraft i have within myself some inexplicable some mysterious power that enables me to see clairvoyantly through material substances i have also an occult power which allows me to see happenings at a distance or in the past as if they were transpiring here and now these two powers are at your disposal but further than that i cannot go i cannot answer questions unless they come within the range of the two conditions i have mentioned to you just now i cannot read the future or tell fortunes i can only see what is shown to me and if i disappoint you i cannot help it now let us proceed i will ask you each to write a question on a slip of paper and enclose it in an envelope sign your name to your question and seal the envelope securely old stuff said bobsy roberts to barry in a low whisper but barry shook his head he would not commit himself until the experiment was over will you get some paper and envelopes asked orienta any sort will do barry rose and went to the desk nearest to him there was a small paper pad and in a pigeonhole were several small envelopes will these do he asked any kind will do said orienta wearily rather than petulantly bobsy looked at her closely surely she wasn't at all particular about the materials she used he must watch carefully for hocus-pocus if he was to discover any ink or pencil said barry it doesn't matter and orienta was almost irritated now i'm not doing legerdemain tricks with prepared paraphernalia barry a little embarrassed picked up a pencil but in trying it he broke off its point so he took ink and wrote on the top slip of the pad a short question this he tore off and passed the pad to joyce at last each had written a question signed the slip tucked it in an envelope and sealed the envelope also each put a small private mark on the outside of his or her envelope to distinguish it again collect them mr roberts please said orienta with a gentle smile bobsy put the five envelopes in a little pack and held them now said orienta i propose to read these questions in the dark and without opening the envelopes it is no trick as you can readily see for yourselves but i must ask you to sit quietly and not ask questions until i have finished then ask whatever you choose if you please mr roberts hand me the envelopes and then turn off the lights 
or stay turn off the lights first that there may be no chance of my seeing even a mark on the outside bobsy did exactly as directed orienta sat in a large chair facing the others who sat in a row before her the lights were arranged so that bobsy might turn off all at the main switch save one small table light which would give him opportunity to regain his seat and then this could be also turned off with everybody raptly watching roberts holding the envelopes turned off the lights the room was dark save for the one shaded lamp glowing on a small table then he handed the lot of sealed envelopes to orienta who took them in a hand clasp that precluded her seeing any detail of them in another second bobsy had taken his seat and snapped off the last small light the room was in perfect darkness barry's hand stole out and clasped natalie's but otherwise there was no movement on the part of anyone not a second seemed to have passed before orienta's soft voice was heard i will read the questions she said in the order they were given me this is the first who is goldenheart it is signed joyce stannard this is the answer as my mind sees it a woman sitting on a rocky seat near a rushing brook or river there is a man near her he bends above her and speaks endearing words he calls her marie she calls him eric she is small and pale her hair is titian red though not beautiful she is attractive in a pathetic way ah the vision is gone as the low voice ceased there was a slight rustle as of someone about to speak no questions please said orienta unless you want this experiment to stop right here i will now read the contents of the next envelope this is who marred my etched picture signed natalie vernon my mind sees the artist who made it himself scratching it he is in a fury it is not because he does not feel satisfied with his own work he mutters not right no not right yet there is no one with him he is alone the vision fades orienta paused and gave a little soft sigh as if exhausted but in a moment she spoke again you know she said if you prefer to have the lights it doesn't matter at all to me i read these in the dark because i think if the room were lighted you might suppose i saw the message in some way by means of my physical eyes it is not so but if you prefer the light turn it on i do cried roberts and before anyone could object he snapped on the table light and then the main key which flooded the big room with illumination orienta smiled i thought you were sceptical mr roberts she said and then as if his doubts were of little consequence she said shall i proceed joyce nodded but she shot a gleam of annoyance and reproof at bobsy roberts who looked a little crestfallen but determined to take no chances orienta picked up the next envelope she had laid aside on a table the two she had read she did not look at the envelope she now held but looked straight at roberts as if to convince him of her honesty this is signed beatrice faulkner and it says where are the lost jewels my mind sees this picture the jewels not lost but safely hidden they are in a strong box not a safe more like a metal bound trunk i cannot tell where this box is but it is in a bare place like a storeroom or safety place of some sort the vision goes may we speak asked natalie eagerly not yet please and the priestess smiled at her 
may i not have my conditions complied with keep still natalie said barry let her have fair play this is mr stannard's question and orienda held another envelope in her long fingers would it not be wiser not to attempt to solve the mystery but to hush up the whole matter my mind sees a picture it is vague there is no detail but it is bright and beautiful there are fair flowers and soft colours they shift like a kaleidoscope but always rosy and lovely it means yes it would be better to give up trying to solve the riddle and now orienta spoke in a distinctly scornful voice there is but one more mr robert's envelope in it he has written are you a fraud i answer this as carefully as i do the others my mind shows me myself and i see my honest attempts to do my duty and to read aright no i am not a fraud that is all for shame mr roberts cried joyce angrily i am sorry i asked you here to-night and i will now ask that you go away i am more than interested in orienta's work i am enthralled and i refuse to have it interrupted or interfered with by your unjust suspicions and rude behaviour please go away and let us continue our experiments in peace oh mrs stannard please let me stay begged the penitent bobsey i'll be good i promise you you see i'm so interested in the thing i wrote that to test it and madame orienta came through with flying colours if you will let me remain i promise not to offend again in any particular bobsey had a way with him and orienta herself smiled a little as she said let him stay i'm glad to convince him so bobsey stayed then barry proposed that they try the same test over again but without signing their papers thus he said we will feel more free to ask what we choose orienta agreed and again each wrote a question and sealed it in an envelope seal them with wax if you wish said the priestess smiling at bobsey i see there is a sealing set right there on the desk so bobsey and natalie sealed their envelopes and stamped them with their rings i won't do that said joyce it's too silly we all know there's no trick in it shall i read these in the dark or in the light asked orienta as bobsey held the five missives towards her why not as you did before said beatrice part of them in darkness and part in light i think those read in the dark even more wonderful than in the light so do i agreed joyce but we'll try both ways which first you may choose said the priestess dark then replied joyce so again the room was made totally dark and immediately came orienta's soft velvety tones will what i fear ever happen she read slowly then she sighed i cannot say my child everyone present knew she spoke to natalie although the question had not been signed i hope not i think not but the vision is clouded it is better that you forget all forget the past live for a bright and happy future the vision fades they had come to know that that last phrase meant the end of a subject and the next one would ensue with scarcely a pause and without hesitation orienta went on what can i do to help no hint was needed for all felt sure this was beatrice faulkner's question the priestess spoke impersonally in even tones and said nothing more than you are doing 
your kindness cheer and sympathy are needed here and they are appreciated the rest in the light asked bobsey roberts impatiently if you choose returned joyce and roberts switched on the electrics orienta with closed eyes sat holding the next envelope in readiness she seemed not to know or care whether it was light or dark am i doing right she read for an instant the long lashes on the cheeks of the priestess lifted and she flashed a momentary glance at joyce yes you are doing right continue in the procedure you have planned a look of contentment passed over joyce's face she showed intense relief and oblivious to the other's curious glances she drew a long sigh and relaxed in her chair clearly it made no difference to orienta that the questions were not signed she knew at once who wrote each next came barry's still with her eyes closed she held it out toward him and read will the truth ever be known there was a perceptible pause before she said you do not want it known because you fear it but your secret is safe that at least will never be known bobsey roberts listened attentively so barry stannard had a secret pshaw not necessarily because this faker said so and yet was she a faker bobsey looked at her he himself had put those sealed envelopes into that long inert hand there they were still intact seals unbroken and the reader paying no more attention to them as if they were so much blank paper whatever her power it was superhuman no physical vision could read through those opaque envelopes or if such sight might be it could not operate in total darkness no there was no chance for trickery it was a supernatural gift of some sort his own envelope came last he had boldly written who killed eric stannard a question no one else had felt like putting down in crude words orienta read it her hand clasped over the envelope and her eyes closed at last she murmured in a strained whispering voice at last we come to the vital question it matters not who wrote it it is what each one wanted to write shall i answer there was silence orienta opened her eyes and cast a slow glance around End of chapter eleven